Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Jen. And we first off want to say, sorry we missed a week. We've been super, super busy. and With like weird stuff, I right? Know. Like weird things have been happening. So we're sorry, yes. but we missed you. But we're back and we're back on schedule. Mm-hmm. And um, also we've gotten some super sweet reviews and we just want to thank you guys so much for that. And uh, that really, we hit 99 on the fashion and beauty charts. We're in the top it's 100. Awesome. <laughs> so thank you guys so much for that. And if you haven't left us a rating and review, and especially if you have an iPhone, it's super easy. Just click five stars and you're done. And we really would appreciate that. Um, we're going to start this week with some beauty news. This was a big story from... I feel like this hit kind of a few weeks ago, but you know, mm-hmm. with the world the way it is, I don't know that it got a ton of traction. But it's an important story because it's it's a product that so many people use. It's dry shampoo. And it turns out that I think it's pretty much uh I think it was Unilever, right? Or Unilever? Mm-hmm. Is it Lever? Unile- I always say Unilever, yeah. yeah. So they are a massive company like a Procter & Gamble. They make a ton of products. They own a million different brands. And they issued a voluntary recall because of an ingredient in all of these shampoos. And we'll talk about which ones in case yours is on the list. They advise throwing it out immediately. Don't use it again. Take it back to the store if you can, but, you know just don't use them. And uh, they have a, a benzene is the harmful chemical. Now, typical, I've been saying this for probably 15 years of being on, on the radio and dealing with fashion and beauty stuff. The, the, the ingredients that our FDA allows us to use is really frightening compared to Mm -hmm. especially European countries, right? They just are, they have much stricter guidelines. Um, I remember my friend's stepdad, when I was in college, we, she and I went out shopping, we bought a bunch of cosmetics and he was a chemist and looked, started looking at the ingredients of all the stuff we had bought. And he was like, and I just remember him, I'll never forget this. I looked over in the kitchen table and he's looking at all of everything and he just is shaking his head. And I was like, Larry, what's going on? And he was like, man, he goes, the stuff that you ladies put on your skin and in your, and that you ingest and absorb, he goes, this is some scary stuff. And from that moment on, that was the first time I'd ever thought about ingredients, you know, on a, on a, on a potentially harmful level because it's going on, you know, I always would never think about ingredients because you're putting it on top of your skin, but what you don't realize, it's the biggest (laughs) organ and that you're going to, you're going to have trouble if you, uh, if if you start putting a bunch of chemicals on your skin every day and how many of us have, I mean, think about it Mm -hmm. because this is just a new topic of conversation in America. Yeah. My, my hairstylist from when I first moved to Manhattan in my early twenties, um, my hairstylist, Michael had said to me, what, whenever you can always try to buy products that are made in Europe. And he said, and I'm not anti-American or anything. He said, but when it comes to cosmetics and especially hair products, he said that the, the, the standards are so much stricter in Europe than they are here. And this is going back to the dry shampoo. Here's the perfect example. Mm -hmm. Benzene, according to the FDA has been listed for many, many years as a potential or possible carcinogen. In Europe, right. it has been labeled likely, and in some in some countries, definite carcinogen. I, I don't know if it's a lobbying issue. I don't know if these massive companies like P&G and Unilever, if they just 
have so much money to throw at government officials that it gets overlooked. I don't really know what the root of the problem is, but it's a big problem. And this list of recalled dry shampoo is sort of the tip of the iceberg, but we'll go through some of this list. Um, Some of these I've actually used. Now, if you have any dry shampoo from Dove and they make tons. They have a volume and fullness one. They've got fresh and floral, ultra clean, detox, clarifying charcoal, all this other stuff. All of that has been recalled. Nexus, which back in the 80s and 90s was like a big salon brand. Now it's kind of like a drugstore brand now, right? So Nexus has two that they recalled. Suave, which is a standard pharmacy brand, they've been recalled. Tresemme, which kind of walks that line of you can find it in some salons and you can also find it in, you know, major or pretty much every pharmacy now. They have three that they recalled. And my one of mine on the list, by the way, that Tresemme. Oh, yeah? Is for, so this is not what I, I actually have two alternatives because I was panicked when I saw that my Tresemme which was one do you use? on the list, the, the volume okay. dry shampoo. Mm-hmm. And you know what's really funny? So I alternate because you know me, I have like you, we're product junkies. And I have a couple of dry shampoos at home that I've always alternated between. And we could talk about what we look for and stuff in them. But it was alternating between these two. That one, whenever I would spray it, would make me cough. And so when it showed up on the recall list, I thought I kind of actually navigated away from it because the other one that I use doesn't make me cough when I spray it under my hair. So I hadn't used it in a while. And I thought, maybe it's your body. You trust your body to to reject what's not good for you, right? So that one just went straight in the trash can. I wasn't really using it very much anyway anymore. But when I had to have that reaction... Obviously, yeah. it had to go. And you and I yeah. both have asthma, so mm-hmm. we're always extra sensitive to stuff like that, too. Yeah, that's not a good sign when you're, like, choking on the product that you're using. No. <laughs> <laughs> not good. Um, so, yeah, so three are recalled from Tresemme. And this whole list is on. You can Google it if you want to make sure to see if your specific formula is on here. Um, and then Bedhead. Remember Bedhead in the early aughts? It's a fun brand. Yeah. Fun brand. It was a fun brand. Yeah. Yeah. So they have three that they recalled. And then the one that I used to use for a long time, Rockaholic. It's the Bedhead Rockaholic. It's called Dirty Secret Dry Shampoo. It is is actually really good dry shampoo. Um, But- on the list, and I haven't used it for years, thankfully. But that's um, good. Yeah. So that so that is that's the complete list of the brands. So if you have any of those brands at home, look into it and toss them. Do not use them because benzene is not something you want to be breathing in at all. No. So now when it's you, not worth it. When you got rid of your tresemme because it was choking you, what what did you replace it with? Yeah. So, so I was always, I was, I'm kind of new to the dry shampoo party because uh, early in my life, I would wash my hair every day. Mm -hmm. And then uh, my uh, cousin became a stylist and she's like, you know, you need to stop with this. It's so much better if you give yourself at least one day break. So I've gotten into the habit of washing my hair pretty much every other day, but we all know things get busy and, you know, life starts to slip and you're like, okay, maybe it's every two days. Right. And so when that would happen, I would take a baby powder or a clean version of baby powder because there's a whole nother story yeah, there with sure. with talc. So I would sprinkle it in my hairbrush and I would just brush it through. That worked really well for me. But of course, dry shampoo had a resurgence a couple of years ago and I thought I'll try the product. I have blonde hair and um, most of everything on my body is dry. I don't have excessively oily hair, but like everybody, a couple of days in, you're going to want to sure. dry up that excess oil. And also you want a little help with the volume. 
I mean, totally. I have thick hair, but I, I need that too every once and in a while. And even sometimes on clean hair, now I'm using this dry shampoo. So just to give myself a little grit and a little texture mm-hmm. and lift. Um, so I kind of started into dry shampoo and I experimented. And I've noticed that because I'm blonde, a lot of them would leave residue behind that you could actually see. Mm. And so I hated it. So the Tresemme was the first one that I found and I really liked it. It didn't leave behind the the powder, but again, I noticed I was coughing every time I sprayed it. I don't know if that's related to the list or not, but I didn't love it. So I found this new brand and it's not new. It's been around forever, but for me, it's new. And I've started using everything. Like I'm loving the shampoo. I'm loving the blowout spray. Uh, It's Amica or Amica. I don't even know how you say it, but it's A-M-I-K-A. And you might know it because it's got the really cute packaging. It's very poochie-esque. Like it's a lot of light, bright colors all kind of mixed together. The packaging is really attractive. It draws your eye. And so I just recently started using the Perk Up Dry Shampoo and I love it. It's 26 bucks, but the can, it's like five ounces. It'll last a really long time. And I think it's light. It smells good. It doesn't leave behind the the powdery residue that other dry shampoos that I've used have, have left behind. So I love that one. I totally recommend it. And it's talc-free, which I think is really mm-hmm. good. You don't necessarily need that hanging around. Yeah. Um, the other one that I'm really excited to tell you about, because it's not marketed as a dry shampoo, and this is one that I actually was was influenced by. And I was reading, I don't know, some probably online blog site, I can't remember. And I heard about Kenra, K-E-N-R-A. And it's dry volume burst is what it's called. It's a soft hold volumizing spray. If you don't have super dirty hair, if your hair just needs to be perked up, and if you just, even for me, it it felt like it worked much like a dry shampoo because it gave life and body back to my hair. I love this stuff. They say that it boosts your hair nine times the volume on your roots. Wow. It's from Amazon. It's awesome. And it works like immediately. It doesn't have a big scent to it. It's $15. Um, and it's a seven and a half ounce can. So it's going to last. I mean, I'm still using my first can, but I absolutely love it. So if I'm doing a straight day and I just want to have a little volume and tossle, you know, a little tossle texture, this to me almost works as well as a dry shampoo just for refreshing your hair. Right. And I really like both of those products a lot, both the Amica and the, and the Kenra. One of the other things I just remember now, because I had looked initially at the full list of what mm-hmm. got recalled and there's actually do you remember tg t-i-g-i oh, yeah yeah TG, totally. i just remember tg also has um they also have a bunch of stuff that got recalled as part of this so whatever you're using whether it's dove or suave that's another one um you know make sure that you're that you're checking the whole list because you yeah. may, you know, it, it may get overlooked and you want to make sure. And also check the ingredients and just look for the Do you ever use Think benzene. Dirty? Do you ever use Think Dirty? I don't think it's so. It's a great app. And uh, that's what I was actually oh, I was looking oh, up because I wanted to think of the name cosmetics. of it. Yeah. So you can scan the barcode and it's going to tell you if there's ingredients that you should be Love wary that. of Love in that. all of your beauty products. And I think there's another one called Clearia um, that was just recommended to me by a doctor friend of mine who said we put, as we were just talking about, he said, we put so much stuff on our bodies. He's more of a natural path, even though he is a registered medical doctor. And yeah. he's like, he's like, we make ourselves so sick in this country. And he's right. He said, if we just, you know, did the basics and got ourselves sun and ate right and exercised, everybody'd be doing okay. He said, but the ingredients in things that they just sneak in, 
are are really dangerous. So I I use Think Dirty, but he recommended I think it's called Clearia, which is C L E A R I Y A, and just download them in your app store and you can just yeah. scan your items. That's a great tip. I usually use um. I've and that's going to save me time because I've been I cross reference the environmental working group the EWG the beauty lists but that's not an app so you have to actually go on the site and check for your products and search right but it's good if you want like a comprehensive scorecard I mean they give like all different parameters and then you know a letter grade for it the other one I also use is because I don't like to buy stuff that's tested on animals there's an app called cruelty cutter and right. so you can, you know, scan that stuff too. But that sounds like a great idea. That's a, especially if you're in the pharmacy, you know, and you're totally. or even in Sephora. I mean, look, Sephora and Ulta and you're have between stuff. a couple of brands and you want to yeah. scan and just see what's going to be better if there's anything you should know about. And look, it doesn't mean every single thing you're going to deny, but at least you'll be aware of what you're putting on your body. Yeah, that's true. Um, the so once I got rid of Rockaholic. Um, the and and actually the reason I stopped using that was because my hairstylist at the time at the time in Manhattan worked out of an Oribe salon, so that's where I would okay. get my hair done. And mm-hmm. Oribe products are amazing; like right. they just are incredible. They're expensive, but for certain products, I think it's worth the splurge. And so Michael turned me on to their version of dry shampoo, which. Used to be, they've. I just realized they've changed the name because I think it confused people. It wasn't really a dry shampoo. It was yeah. called. It's Oribe. It's Gold Lust Dry Texturizing Spray. So that's kind of so like, like my what other you were spray. using. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's totally what you were using. But it, it's it's dry volumizing spray is what it used to be called. Now it's called yeah. Gold Lust Dry Shampoo. So now you can't be confused. Smart. So now you just know what it is. Now you know what it is. But this stuff is incredible. It has a lot of natural ingredients in it. It has a very faint scent. So like nothing Mm -hmm. that would interfere with your perfume or anything like that. And I'm telling you, when you just lift up your roots a little bit and give it a little spray and you just do like a little zhuzh, it's like you have a brand new blowout. I love that. It is incredible. It is honestly incredible stuff. I have never used anything better. And he had also told me that there, because when you were mentioning the 60s looking packaging, mm-hmm. there is one that he told me about that I had never heard of. And eventually I found it in a beauty supply store. Apparently it's been around since like the late 50s. It's called Pst. Have you heard? It's <laughs> I have P- not heard of it. S-T-T or something. Like, okay. Pst. Hey. Pst. Yeah. But that's literally <laughs> what it's called. And it's like this pink bottle with white bubble lettering. It's like very sort of early 60s psychedelic looking or late 50s housewife looking. Cute. And it's been yeah. around forever. And I have used that in a pinch when I wasn't able to, like if Orbe was back, you know, back ordered or whatever. And that works really well too. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the benzene. That's the only thing. I haven't used it in a long time. I don't know if it has the benzene in it. But um, I looked through all of the ingredients on the Oribe just to see what was in there. And it's, again, it's made in Europe. They it's have, clean. it's clean. They have a, they have a lot of restrictions, but it is a little pricey. I will say that. All right. What's the price point? 48. So it's $48. How much? How, For how like how much do you get? How big's the bottle? It's huge. I've had, right, so I've see, had my bottle. Terrible. Honestly, I've had the same can for it's two years now easily. Then it's worth it. It is. It really is. If you are someone who uses dry shampoo weekly, which some people, by the time you get to the end of the week, you know, that's yeah. when you're using it. I I think you're going to love it because it it is the most, like it, 
I, I mean, when Michael first used it on my hair, like he said to me, he goes, don't use anything like don't shampoo for like three days. And then I went to see him because he wanted it was new at the time and he wanted to try it out. I mean, it was like instant blowout. Like I said to him, I'm like, I could go home now. I don't even need to go through, you know, right. the whole wash and blowout and everything. It is it is honestly really it's transformative. Hmm. Like it's I got to try it. I can't see they make it. OK, so they make a, a the travel version is $23. And so if you want to try it, that's a good way to try it. That's what I would recommend. You can buy it on the Oribe site. It's O-R-I-B-E. A lot of people call mm-hmm. it Oribe if they don't know that it's Oribe. But Oribe uh-huh. was an actual person. And I think he died five years ago, something like that. Anyway, he was kind of legendary in the hair world. So um, it's 6.3 ounces for the tall can. That's a pretty good size. Both of the ones that I were ta- that I was talking about, I think the Amica for 26 is five. And then the Kenra for 15 is like a five ounce can. So, you know, you're getting a little bit more, but if it lasts you a long time, I noticed with good products, yeah. you can use a little so bit much goes less. a long way. Now, is it, does it, okay, because see, sometimes, like I walk a fine line with this fine hair of mine. So does it weigh you down at all or Mm-mm. is it very light? No, I actually find that if I've, and I've used it after a workout you know, where I've like, where like, you know, you get sweat like under like Mm -hmm. the back of your neck and like that kind of area. And so I've, and I've had, I haven't had time to shower and then I need to do a zoom call or whatever. I've had a few moments like that where I'm like, all right, let's put this baby to the test. And it, it just, it lifts everything. My hair is very, very thick and dense and it gets really heavy when it's wet and, or even with sweat, it gets very heavy. And using this volumizing the dry shampoo spray, I'm, I still call it by the old name because that's how I, yeah you know, dry, dry volumizing spray. But anyway, it sort of just lifts the hair off of your head, not in a bouffant kind of way, but like <laughs> it, it really, like it's amazing. And it makes you look like my grandmother. Yeah. So it's great. It's, it's, it's instant Jackie O, but uh, perfect. But it, but it is funny. Cause like it, it, it definitely From instantly, gym to beehive. Right. Totally. It could be a marketing campaign, but it really, right. it really is impressive in the way that it just takes that heaviness away instantly. And so it doesn't add anything to it. It just makes you feel like I I like how it feels so much that I sometimes find that I don't want to shampoo it out because it feels You're like, really, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't shampooed my hair for 64 days well, it's, now. Look at this. You know what it does make me think of? You know, remember how Amy Winehouse never washed her hair? I know all she had that shampoo. crazy hair, yeah, and that's all she kept doing. It was just one more thing more. after another, and then she she got was that. busy doing other things. She yeah. didn't have time for her hair. She was <laughs> she was busy. Yeah, she, yeah. She didn't want she didn't want to go to rehab. No, no, no. Right. No. She just yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Yeah. So, um, poor Amy. R.I.P. I know um, she was so talented oh, too. By the way, I know. But I feel like, in a way, culturally, I feel like. I, for our generation, at least, I feel like she kind of put dry shampoo on the map for us. She did because her style. I never heard was of it. All about that. it. I I don't know. I don't remember this ever being a product that my mom or my grandmother used. Yeah, they. But you know, my mom would wash her hair every day because she was teaching in high school, which is like you know third world country. And then my my grandmother would wash her hair like every grandmother, like once a week. And then she'd set it and then she would just live with that set hair right. the whole week. You know, she tied up at night. So for me, like I never grew up seeing people use dry shampoo, which yeah, is why neither. I think I hear like, I must've read the tip in a magazine, just sprinkle powder onto your brush and just brush it through, which in some cases actually still, like I said, works better than the big powder bomb drive all, you know, the volume shampoo, shampoo, or 
dry shampoos that are supposed to give you volume because they just overwhelm you with powder. Yeah. yeah. So I love the new sprays that are lighter mm -hmm. and actually allow your hair to get some volume. Yeah. And one of the things that I looked at, because I was like, you know, I never paid attention to the ingredients in any of this, but it has like some stuff that you wouldn't think of as being helpful, but it has watermelon, lychee, and Edelweiss Ooh. flower, which to me just makes me all that think of a cocktail. Lovely. It's right. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a cocktail. Apparently, that helps uh, defend your hair from oxidative stress and photo oh. aging. Who knew? Okay. Um, the translucent. And this is why this is the healthier version. Like you had mentioned, some of the older dry shampoos <sighs> had talc, which yes. has been now. I, I don't know if it's been banned, but it's certainly been publicly not, flogged. Yeah, I don't think it's it's easy to get anymore. So what they use is a translucent starch blend. So okay. it's instead of talc, it's their own blend of, I mean, if you think about it, it's probably could, it could be even baking soda, right? Like any right, kind it could of be any starch like that. So that's, and then they have celery seed extract, which helps, I did not know this, helps mm. extend the time between styling by reducing oil naturally from your scalp. That's great. I mean, so I'm going to put the damn celery in my hair. I'm not going to have to worry about eating celery. Celery sticks. seed extract. <laughs> it's got myrrh, like frankincense. Myrrh. What's the other one? Oh, gold, Frankin frankincense, and myrrh, right? And myrrh. Yeah, yeah, there you go. So it's got some myrrh, which apparently okay. helps damaged hair. Didn't know that. Didn't know. It has bamboo and rice silk, like the silk. It's very from, random. Right? Mm -hmm. And apparently that leaves your, your hair softer. Then it has lavender and chamomile, which helps if your skin is, if your scalp is dry or itchy, apparently that's very soothing. And then it has a fragrance retention technology. So if your hair actually doesn't smell good before you Ew. use it, it mm -hmm. absorbs the, the bad stink. odor, which I would assume so is kind of like be good baking for Vegas. Soda. Yeah, oh, probably. Yeah. And that's good for Vegas. That with cigarette smoke. Just think about it. You stink yes. when you leave any casino. You stink. That's true. That's, so that could be one to try. We should try it out. Well, we have to meet in Vegas. Totally. First. <laughs> this is a tax. This is a tax deduction. We go to Vegas for the just for research purposes. Yes, Lewis, <laughs> our producer, my husband. We have to take a work trip to just to we test to out. We're just shampoo. testing on our dry shampoo in a stinky nightclub. Absolutely. I think that that's uh, that's you know I didn't even think about that, but you're right. So like if you're, I mean any there are so many different occupations where you could take home smells. You know. Oh yeah. I mean, think about like an Italian restaurant, a movie theater where you smell like popcorn. Right? I mean, how many places? If you're a where flight you attendant, smelling like think stuff. if you're a flight Ugh. attendant and you've got the long Gross. job anyway, right? And then the mm -hmm. airplanes always just reek, whether it's always. too much air freshener or just dirty people. Or somebody bringing on Panda Express or just something, you yeah. know, it's just never, it's never good. Mm -mm. So there are a lot of things that, you know, you can use this dry shampoo for, but the volume, if you need a volume boost, I, I am, in, I have been... I've been so loyal to this. It's got to be 15 years now, easily. Wow. Yeah. All right. So I got to try. So Oribe, huh? Mm-hmm. Oribe. Now, some of the stuff that Oribe makes, they make a uh, in this same line. It's a beautiful can, too. It's a black can with gold Thank you. swirled on <laughs> <Sorry>. it. <laughs> That's a beautiful can you have there. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes we, we enjoy nice packaging. Packaging is good, of course. Yeah. Yes. So um, it, it is part of the gold dust line. And mm -hmm. so uh, they make the shampoo and conditioner and all the bottles and stuff are, they're honestly really beautiful. And if you want to make your bathroom kind of a sanctuary, which I think all of us appreciate, you know, if you, for sure, you have a tub that I've never even seen before. It's like, I call it like, it's like a spaceship. It's my space pod. Yeah. It's a steam shower. <laughs> 
I'm it, looking at the packaging. The Orbe is really pretty. It's isn't a pretty it? package. Yeah. Like to me, I, I don't waste money on, I mean, I use Olaplex shampoo, mm-hmm. which is a salon brand. And the, the girl who does my hair now has, you know, had me start to use it because it's very good for maintaining your color and everything. And it's, right. and made, it's made my hair a lot healthier. Other than that, I feel like I used to use the Oribe and Kerastase, which is another high-end salon brand. And mm-hmm. I felt like the Kerastase stuff, to be honest, never did anything. I used the hair mask that was $60 12 years ago. Wow. You know, I mean, like the big tub. I never liked the packaging on that one either. No. It's just kind of boring. And it's everything boring. that's a tub is to me like, you know, you're sticking your fingers in it. You're taking too much product Not a fan. as it is. Mm-hmm. And half of it goes on the shower floor. Right. right. I mean, you you're just literally, you're just washing your product down the sink. So I, I've never really invested that much money in, ter- uh, in shampoo and conditioner and things like that. But I don't mind spending the 48 bucks every two years on a can of the Oribe dry shampoo because mm-hmm. it is that good and just lasts that long. So I'm not, I feel like I always have like the higher end, like more expensive stuff and yeah. you've got all the good bargain stuff. All this bargain. Oh, that's weird, isn't it? <laughs> but it, I mean, it's great because I love a high end, low end. I, I, I know that's how I dress. Like I'll wear clothes from Target and Absolutely. buy an expensive bag and shoes. You know, like I right. like to mix high end, low end. But um, in in the case of hair stuff, I've never really been that impressed. To be honest, I've never found anything that I'm like, oh, I can't live without this in the salon. You know. I just I also just find your hair is constantly changing, or at least mine is. So I'm constantly switching stuff up because I think you get used to it and then your hair kind of gets built up. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I feel like with hair and may, this is just my own opinion. This is not based in any science or research that I've done, but I just notice if I use a hair product over and over and over and over again, I build up some sort of weird tolerance and I feel the need to switch it up. So yep. I know I do that a lot with my makeup. And if you listen to this podcast, thank you. You know, I'm always saying I like to switch things up, but truly with hair, I think your hair gets bored if you don't switch it up and you've got to like fix it to give it a little jolt of something new. Absolutely. Well, you know, if you think about it, we don't tend to treat our scalps properly because it's an extension of our face, you know, and think about like the lengths that we go to of making sure, you know, we have a moisturizer that's lighter in the summer months Mm -hmm. and then something that's richer in the fall and in the winter. We don't do that for our hair and for our no. scalps. And we really should pay more attention to that. And you're right. If you use the same moisturizer, now some women, when we talked about this when we did moisturizers, some grandmas out there have used ponds for 75 years. And it works for them. And it works yeah. for them. That's not for everybody. And I do think that you're right, that our skin has enough memory that if mm-hmm. you don't mix it up, you are at risk of it becoming sort of complacent and then you lose, you know, you lose so many, uh, you know, you you lose the luster and with your scalp, you know, you can start to react to things differently. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. I think it's, it's a good thing to even just do a clarifying treatment every once in a while, just to mix it up a little bit. The one thing I will say about dry shampoo that I've had numerous hairstylists warn me about is that it can be very drying for your hair. So I wouldn't, pull an Amy Winehouse and and survive on it every day. <laughs> yeah. I would say if you can main, if you can maybe just keep it once a week to like the end of your wash cycle, that's probably the best thing to do because I've I've had friends who became kind of like junkies with dry shampoo mm-hmm. and then their hair looks like straw. 
Right. It really does. It can strip and I think it, the oils. It's not for it's not for every day. I mean, the, yeah. the the idea behind it is to get you through, as you mentioned. So I think it is like once a week, probably reasonable. Twice a day, eh, you might have an issue. Yes, very true. Right. Uh, absolutely. Yeah, I totally agree on that. Um, all right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Beauty Pop. Please follow us on Instagram at Beauty Pop Pod. Follow Jen at Jennifer Horn Radio. Follow me at On Air Victoria. And you can send us an email if you have any questions or products that you want us to review. Beautypoppod at gmail.com. And again, thanks for the ratings and reviews. And if you want to leave more, we are always willing to accept more good reviews. We bribe for ratings. No. <laughs> Tell your friends. To Tell all your friends. Thank you. <laughs> Thank, Thank, you guys. Thank you guys so much. And we'll be back to our regular publishing schedule, which should be Thursdays. I don't know. I'm saying that now. My husband's the producer. We'll just figure that out later. <laughs> but anyway, subscribe and follow us so you never miss a new episode. Thank you guys so much. We'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.